Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 14th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. A baker's dozen plus one. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thank you for joining us on this fine morning, (laughs) afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the one and only Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novosel himself. Hi. Hi. Our resident <laughs> renegade also joins us, who can make you laugh in three words or less. That is Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And last, but of course, certainly not least, a man with music in his heart, and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Abouche. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. You are so very welcome. We are an international podcast. If it's not your first time, then you already know this, and I want to welcome you back. Bienvindos, bienvenido, and bonjour. I don't know how they say welcome in French. So bienvenue. Bienvenue. Wow, that was the the whitest way you could say that. Well, if you had this feed on video, you could see how white I am. I am reflecting like a mirror. Actually, I match my beige walls. You can barely see me. I'm like a chameleon. He's clear. It's true. Translucent. So anyways, uh, before we get into the news, get into the fun stuff of our lives and all those good things, I wanted to make a couple shout outs real quick to two of our mega listeners. I don't know if you guys are aware, but there are people out there who listen to more than 20 podcasts uh, a week. That's crazy. Actually, well, no, that's not true. It's not every week. But in general, there are people actually that are listeners of our show that work, listen to more than 30 podcasts on a monthly, I would say a monthly basis. Some of those are weekly, some of those are biweekly. Um, and those are super listener Chad Fackler and Chad. Gabe Pavone. Two guys Gabe. on opposite sides of the world. Chad's in the U.S. Gabe is, uh, Gabriel is about uh, two hours from me in a little town called Achibaya. Chad listens to 40 different podcasts. And Gabriel. crazy. Isn't that crazy? That is such a ridiculous amount. And Gabriel listens to 33 podcasts. Now, he listens to less, but he listens to podcasts in multiple languages. So I'd say that keeps him right up there with Chad. Uh, He listens in Portuguese, listens in English. He listens in Swedish. I'm just kidding. He doesn't. Man. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. Last <laughs> that's time. wild. That's that's really crazy. I, I struggle listening to an hour and a half podcast for one week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am the same Bravo. exact way. Um, I think back in the day with some of the different jobs I had, I I would probably you know I would sometimes commute like 30 minutes one way, and I would listen to more podcasts. But something came to my attention a couple weeks ago. I forgot to mention it last week. Did you guys know there's a little lesser-known secret? And it's actually a secret to at least Gabriel being able to listen to 33 podcasts. They listen to the speed turned up on the podcast. What? I've tried to do that before, and it sounds so weird. It's like you have to catch up to what they're saying, especially if you're listening to in multiple different languages. Uh, that's got to be whole, that's got to be tough yeah. to actually uh, absorb what they're saying. So he had mentioned it to me a couple weeks ago, and so I... 
I started to do it actually, and I've actually I'm I can comfortably do one and a half speed. So if someone talks in a normal cadence, it it actually doesn't sound that bad, and it talks it sounds like some of the maybe faster speakers. It's definitely not micro machines, um, but actually I've listened to our <laughs> podcast the past couple of weeks in one and a half, and it actually we kind of talk with a little slower cadence, and so it actually sounded pretty good, and I was able to get through it a little quicker. Ours can be a little more long winded, so. We have lots of good things to say, you know. Um, I didn't. I didn't even know you could do that. Is that yeah. the podcast app on like iTunes or? Yep. Yeah, on the podcast yeah. app on iTunes, you just go in the bottom left corner and you can see it say one X for one times, and if you touch it, it'll go to one and a half times. Now, we'll say Gabriel told me that he listens to our podcast and other podcasts at two times the speed, and I will say that that makes most people sound like a micro machine man, <laughs> and it sounds really funny, and I cannot do it. <laughs> But he does it and he listens and I'm like, how do you like, how do you like all of a sudden they're laughing. You're like, wait, I missed the joke. <laughs> There's like, ah, the other day. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. But that's that's at least his secret to success. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if you have trouble squeezing in podcasts, the key is one and a half times the speed. If you're really crazy, you can try two times the speed, but you might laugh. It, if you want to be really crazy, listen to us half times. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> the other day. Good morning, <laughs> my brothers <laughs> and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> now that's one way to make me not sound like I'm a white translucent man. That would help with that in that respect. Yes. Yes. Um, in other news, shout out to two people who gave us written reviews this past week. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. First of all, we have Mrs. Hollywood Bones herself. The title to her review, The Laughter Guys. She said this. Give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Four great and funny guys that talk about life, work, sports, family, and games. They will definitely liven up your day and maybe give you, give you, no, give your abs a workout from laughter. Thanks, Mrs. Hollywood Bones. We appreciate the love. Thank you, Sheila. That wasn't nope. Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this, wait, no, that wait, not, no. That was this is Hollywood Bones. I'm not, sorry. That was not Mama Novazel. <laughs> Melanie. That was not Mama Melanie. Hollywood Bones. Getting into a little Oedipus Rex issues. We don't need to get into that. Okay. I'm sorry. No, we just lost a listener. <laughs> it's Shyla. <laughs> it's Shayla. <laughs> It's mama. Oh, man. We also got Let a second. Let me try that again. <laughs> There's no point in trying it again. He's not going to edit it out. Trust yeah, me, I know. I, I guess not. I guess not. Nope. It's staying in there. But we love all the Nova Cells. Without your support, we're not sure what we would do without Patrick. Because he would not be able to do it without the support of the ladies in his life. Exactly. For sure. Uh, the second review comes from Sheldor4000. He said, This is the best Ooh, way to start your morning. You will be hard-pressed to find a better way to start your morning. We are all going through this game we call life, and mornings can be rough, but I know for sure this podcast will put you in a good mood for the rest of the day. So good morning for many mornings to come. Aw, thanks, Sheldor. That's an awesome, awesome review. That was yeah. an awesome, well-written review. Right. Fantastic. So... Now we need three more written reviews, and Mark will do something crazy. So please. Burning his house down. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's going to burn his house down and live in his Tartarus bookshelf for the rest of his days. That's that's a no to all. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Only ten reviews will get there. That's right. Only three more reviews to watch it burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. Um. Also, another thing, there were there was another thing that I had forgotten to mention that was very important is there are multiple ways for you guys to keep in contact with us. If you are not on Twitter and not on Discord, which you can join us anytime, the doors are always open for those places for you to hang out with us and talk with us. Uh, but we also have an email that you guys can email every week with questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, and it's simply the good morning guys, just how it sounds and is spelled, at gmail.com. Or you can also call us by phone, calling 929-GMG-GUYS. That's 929-464-4897. Calls and restrictions may apply. Just kidding. There are no calls restrictions. You can call anytime. Yeah, they don't have those anymore. No, that's that's old news. And if you're younger than 30, you probably have no idea, no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and then the final crazy news and shout outs I want to give is we have some holidays and I think you're going to like them. This isn't just the month we celebrate Christmas and Christ and giving. It's also sign up for summer camp month, which apparently it's never too early to sign up for summer camp. So if you want to get, if you want to get in the first of the list of summer camp, it's sign up for summer camp month. That's actually relevant to me because, uh, you know, I'm a youth group leader, so I'm going to yeah. need to look into signing our kids up for camp. Yep. You let those youth group kids know. You sign them up this early? Man, I don't, I don't do that Dude, stuff. you have My to. My wife does all that. My wife does all of it, so I don't know. <laughs> you sign them up in December? Oh, uh, you're a typical Jeez, dad. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. two things. Number one, those spots fill up fast. Number two, a lot of times those, those organizations have, like, deadlines where... If you don't do it by this time, then the price goes up by X amount of dollars. So, true. yeah. <laughs> true story. Well, here it's going to be summer in about uh, 11 days. So it might be a little late to sign Almost up for there. summer camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's there's still time. <laughs> also, we missed it last week, but last week was National Influenza Vaccination Week. I definitely should have done that considering I got sick two weeks before. Uh, but I learned my lesson. Not really. And then finally, happen, happy Human Rights Day. It's Human Rights Week. So, just a little reminder. Love, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You all should have it. We all should pursue it. And we should fight for it. See, I can get behind that that holiday. I can't get behind, oh, wear your hat backwards day. You know, it's like, <laughs> I know. What? Some of these <laughs> are so ridiculous. That. I want to know who's in charge of who's the... Who's the doorman for these holidays? Is like, ah, sure, you can go by. Yeah, sign up, sign up for summer camp. That sounds like a great holiday. That's a great idea. Uh, wear your hat backwards. A whole, a whole that month, every day at my house. Yeah, that's a that's a three hundred. <laughs> He's doing it right day, now. A year holiday for Mr. Ronnie Johantis. That's right. Speaking of Mr. Ronnie Johantis, let's jump into a, what's new with the news in our lives. Share a little bit about what's going on. Ronnie, how's it how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going well, actually. I had a uh, interesting week. So, first bit of news I have is I finished the story in Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, and Oof, I, finished, I finished the, the full story, so epilogue and everything. Um, so I got to the end of the game. Right now, where I am is going back and completing like a bunch of the missions that I didn't complete. So I'm trying to kind of get a lot of that done before I switch over to the online. 
which seems really cool. I've watched a couple of online videos about it, and it looks uh, awesome. Are you gonna? So can't wait to get on there and start co-oping. Yeah. Are you gonna work towards that thousand gamer score? Probably not. Fair enough. Probably not. I I did um, no, see normally when I complete a story in a game, I would not go back and like do other missions. But like this game has just been so good. Like I don't want to miss out on any of these like cool little side missions and stuff. So I've been going back trying to complete most of those. But um, yeah, awesome. Uh, the game was uh, really really good. So I was happy to get that done. I'll probably play it out for a little while longer until I jump over online. Uh, I think I might wait for uh, Mr. Novacell over there to jump online. I think he's uh, right behind me. Is that right, yeah. Pat? Yeah, I'm on uh, the second epilogue of the story. So How many epilogues does I'm this thing have? That's... Spoilers. <laughs> I think it's... there's only two, yeah, there's two only epilogues. Two. Oh, okay, fair enough. And there's, and it, and there's like, uh, I guess there's time differences between the epilogues. Uh, so I, you know, it's an right. So, uh, I gotta get, I think it's going to be like maybe two hours. I mean, I don't know how long the first epilogue took about two hours. So on the second, the second, second epilogue is going to be the same. Um, I don't know. Uh, but that's the last thing I got to do. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, the end of the game was just a emotional ride. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, and, and like you said, Ronnie, I mean, going back through, you know, you're, you're doing all the missions that you weren't able to do while you're you know, completing the main story missions. Um, and that's, that's a testament to how good of a game it is, uh, is when you want to stay in the world because there's a lot of things that I'm still coming across, even in the epilogue, that I will n- never came across in, in the uh, the main game. It's absolutely crazy mm-hmm. how much there is in the game. That is yeah, crazy. it's not even necessarily just missions. I mean, it's literally just stuff where you're just riding down a trail and stuff comes out and it's like this whole thing. So it's... I mean, the game itself is, it is a testament to how good the actual game is. Cause I normally, once I finish a story, like I'm done with a game, but this game, um, yeah, it's pretty much kept me interested even after the storyline is over. So then after this, you're going to transition to Red Dead Online, right? Yes. And, yes. So, and in the middle of that, for some reason, I bought Black Ops also, and I haven't really played that very much at all. Um, I think so that was eventually. the... That was the wrong answer. I think uh, you have a perfect window to spend two hours watching a certain movie that rhymes mm, with. Yeah, but, but I mean, if duper, I transition online, though. Duper I mean, ran. It rhymes with that. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I think I am picking. I think I am picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. And if you're asking me if I watch Superman or not, wait! Don't tell me yet. This is the eighth time, Ronnie, that I have brought this up, and I think it's eighth times a charm. I think you want to tell me you watched this movie. Did you not? I do want to tell you that. Tell me what. But I can't. Who's, who's on first? Ah, I knew it. Dang it. <laughs> I would love to be able to tell you that I watched yeah, it. I don't, be I don't believe you. You know, I really don't believe you at this point. And really, I'm just asking you for the fun of it. And I just, we have a bet going on behind uh, the curtain that you're not involved in to see who can, who can bet on the highest number when you're actually going to watch this movie. So. Is you, there like real money involved? You just keep, I'm gonna th- I'll, tell, I'll throw it out there right now. You if just keep going. Kicking a little bit to me, I will make sure that you win. Uh huh. I'm not no, saying a word. It's no money, just Cheetos. No. Oh, well, if anybody's willing to kick in Cheetos, Mark. I will make sure that they win. You were sworn to secrecy. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> I didn't sign no <laughs> NDA. <laughs> didn't sign anything. All right. So, anyways. So, 
You got some Black Ops. Other than Red Dead Redemption, uh, I did get Black Ops. I've only played just a couple of games. I played like the, I I still don't know what it's called, but they drop you into a map like PUBG style, free for all. I played a couple of those. I still haven't actually killed anybody in that game. So uh, yeah, first uh, first few few goes, not good. Which is pretty much just like PUBG, I feel like. It's the same exact thing. I just go in there and I get killed. Well, maybe if you play with some other people, that might I feel be different. Like, huh? That's true. I feel like when we play together, like I'm, I'm a good scout man. Like, let's see if there's anybody in that building, and I'm like, I'll run in. And then die. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in there to find out. That's hey guys, I'm dead, guys but there are three guys in there. Yeah, yeah, they're in there. The one's right behind the door. That's the one that killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I haven't really played very much of that. It uh, it does seem like an awesome game. Like the graphics and stuff were really cool. But I also got a I got my Sonos sound system finally. Woo! Uh, I actually just got nice. it tonight. And my buddy set it up for me, and I got the sound bar and the like sub. And this thing <laughs> like rattles the entire house. Like it is incredible. Nice. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we first got on this video call, I asked if you guys could hear it. I'm upstairs. It's downstairs, and I have the door closed up here, <laughs> and, and I can still hear the exact song. So yeah, it is, we uh, can hear it extreme. for sure. Yeah, it's pretty extreme. So I'm pretty excited to get to like test that out with some games and stuff. So I haven't got to do very much with that yet. And then lastly, uh, as some of you may have seen, I had a volleyball tournament this weekend. Winner, Believe winner, yeah, yeah, you did. And I won this volleyball tournament. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm actually I'm, I'm pretty proud of this one because so last time I played in a volleyball tournament, we got we, we didn't do very good in our pool play, so then we got put in like the lower of the groups, and then we won that, uh, which is not really much to write home about. It's like you get put in with all the people that weren't as good, and you're just like the best one out of those people. Well, this tournament we played really well in our pool, and we got put into like the mid group. Um, so there's, there's low, which what I would, I would say for, uh, maybe a little bit more of an, like an introductory level. And then the mid is probably, you know, it's a step up from that, but the upper is basically like AVP style players. So I don't play with those guys like those, that is a completely different game with those guys. So we played into the mid level of this tournament and we ended up winning and, um, you know, we beat actually some really good teams. I was very surprised. Nice, normally, man. when I play, normally when I play, if I know the people that I'm playing, um, usually I have an idea of what I'm going to try to do to beat them. And the two people we were playing against in the finals are both really good players. And I remember walking out there thinking, no, I don't know how we're going to beat these people. And I'm still not sure how it actually happened, but uh, we did beat them. It was really cool. It's the first time I've ever won money playing in a volleyball tournament. So yeah, it was pretty. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty neat. And I didn't even. You know, I didn't go there expecting to win anything, so it was pretty cool. But um, well, congrats, congrats, man! Congrats, man! For sure, yeah, congrats yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it was fun, and I am—I uh, I was telling Lucas before this—I am feeling very thirty-one today because I am so <laughs> sore from that volleyball tournament yesterday. Like, Been there, man. And it's not just like it's not just like muscle sore. Like when you get older, like your joints and everything start to hurt. Like I'm walking up the stairs, like oh my gosh, I like, I can barely walk today. <laughs> Um, but that pretty much capped off my week. Um, I capped it off in winning fashion, so it was uh, yeah, it was a really good week, really good. Let's uh, nice. let's go to Mark next. Oh snap! Uh, so <laughs> so yeah, uh, since we talked last, uh, we definitely uh, watched the old game awards. 
which I won't talk too much about that because it might tap into into Patrick's week at a glance. But kind of got the ball, kind of got thrown in my court to 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 yeah, did (laughs) to stream the game at your face. Yes, literally at my face. Speaking. Well, we <laughs> we were trying to stream uh, from my computer, uh, but my in the middle of the stream, my laptop died. So oh, or man. like it just t- it turned off. I don't think it could handle it. It's a it's a seven year old computer. So um, yeah, it, I think I don't think my computer can can handle stuff like that. So uh, Mark decided to stream instead. So I did the best I could. Now, granted, my my router is downstairs, and that was probably not the best idea um to try to stream that because my 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 internet i'm running off wi-fi right now um so yeah it was kind of it was kind of jumpy from time to time but uh it was still a great time uh watching that and then uh the next day we actually had uh my my in-laws church um their pastor my in-laws pastor from a previous church from a long time ago Really, you know, close spiritual mentor of theirs, obviously, he's a pastor. Um, they, um, they talked to him about doing this, um, this sort of leadership retreat kind of thing for, for their, their church. And so, um, since, you know, this pastor is, is very close to, to my in-laws, to, to the, to their whole family, um, you know, I, I went with, with my wife and, and went to their, the leadership retreat at my in-laws church here um and uh it was great we um well i only went for for friday night um they actually had stuff going on friday night and saturday morning but i had to work on saturday so couldn't go they had like a worship service friday night where um you know uh, the pastor was speaking and it was great i've been sort of in a season of my life where like you know, I'm in the leadership position a lot of times, and, you know, ministers a lot of times need to be ministered to. Lucas, I'm sure you know a lot about that. For sure. Uh, and, and so I was feeling kind of burnt out, um, and, 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 and so it was nice to be not the one leading worship and actually being, you know, obviously, you know, I'm always a part of worship, but it was nice to not be the one leading and just be the one being part of the congregation. And yep. it was just a real, I really felt filled up by it, uh, by the whole thing. So I was very thankful for that. Um, and then of course, Sunday we had a uh, good old fashioned snowstorm come through here. Uh, we got 11 and a half inches. Uh, Holy smokes. Man. Which just short of a foot. So close. That is, yet that so is far all away. on Sunday. Yeah, pretty much all of Sunday. Um, maybe a little bit into Monday, but it pretty much snowed all day from about five five thirty in the morning, Sunday morning, and pretty much went all day. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, church was canceled and uh, and all that. So we stayed home, had ourselves a good old snow day, and uh, you know. Got a chance to catch up on some things, which uh, which brings me into the gaming front, basically. Um, so Thursday, going back to Thursday, um, I had a day where uh, I, I had the day off from work 
So I started to chip away at the backlog. and Because uh, you got I, banned uh, from everything else. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, welcome, basically. by the way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, jump, jump back into Spider-Man uh, and uh, started chipping away hey, at the Spider-Man. main storyline on that. Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, and uh, actually ended up that night beating, beating the game. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. So, and we'll go more into that at a later point in this podcast. We will. Um, so, got that done, and then Sunday when I had the snow day, I uh, I went ahead and jumped back into God of War, uh, and I say jump back into it. I actually started playing a couple hours of it back in August, and then I put it down, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, obviously in between then and now, I kind of had wiped my hard drive. Um, so, and I guess that save file didn't get saved in the cloud. So I started from the very beginning. Um, and I'm, I'm very much enjoying it so far. Um, I'm probably about, I want to say like four and a half hours, four and a half, five hours into it. Um, maybe more than that. Not sure, but, uh, I've gotten farther than I did the last time. So that's definitely awesome and i'm kicking myself for for putting this game down because it's it's been a lot of fun so far cool but uh that is pretty much my week at a glance uh patrick how was your week bud hello good uh did a couple things with the fam over the weekend um i went to this uh little thing at my uh, daughter's school called winter wonderland uh, at this, and it's it's at our school in the gym. They'd have like face painting. They had live acoustic Christmas music. Uh, you could make your own ornament, uh, making reindeer food. They had pizza and drinks. Santa was there, so uh, Claire, all of Claire's friends were there. I get I get there, and I'm I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. I hang out with her for about I don't know three minutes, and then she's like, can I go be with my friends? I'm like, all right. Oh. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Let me just sit here by myself. All right. How thanks. old is she? <laughs> She's eight. Oh man. Sometimes it so happens I guess we're early. To the point man. where she would, right? Or she wants to be with her friends more more than her parents. I think the the whole parent thing is not cool anymore. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. it was cool though. It was fun. Um, she, uh, she a lot of her friends were like running around in the hall, and I told her I was like, "You're not allowed to go out in the hall." And she didn't. She didn't go out in the hall. She actually listened to me, which was crazy. That never happened. You know, like she. W- <laughs> I know, right? It was like well, well, she comes over. She's like, my friends are out in the hall, and I was like, and you're not going out there. She's like, I'm not. I'm not allowed. I'm like, all right, this is That's awesome. Right, is not. this the way parenting should be? Where you listen <laughs> to me? Listen. <laughs> oh oh man. man! So we had a good time there. And then on uh, on Saturday we went to Kings Island. Kings Island has this uh, Winterfest going on there, so they they decorate the entire amusement park with Christmas trees and uh, garland and lights and everything. So that nice. was pretty cool. It was actually like it was below thirty degrees Ooh, there. So never it was, mind. It was kind of cold. Not nice. Uh, I take it back. But they had a lot of like they had, they had they had a lot of indoor stuff happening, so we could get it out of the cold. Um, they had some rides that are on the in, in the inside, so. Um, we were able to ride a couple rides there. And then when we got there, uh, there was a high school choir. Wait, real that real was, quick. You rode, you, yeah, you rode rides in negative 30 degree weather, not negative 30, well, but below 30 degree weather. 
so there is a uh, a ride that's indoors, a oh, roller okay. coaster that's indoors. Yes. So uh, the line is indoors too. So we were able to get out of the cold, and I was I didn't mind standing in line for a few minutes because it was warm in there. <laughs> I wasn't in the yeah. blistering cold, so it wasn't bad. But when we got there, there was a uh, a high school choir that was uh, singing. They did like a mashup of a whole bunch of Christmas songs, and it le- led up to uh, the big lighting of the Eiffel Tower. There was there was lights hanging from the top of the Eiffel Tower all the way to the ground. Um, so this big huge ceremony, uh, which uh, my son absolutely loved. Uh, my wife had posted a video. I didn't know she was taking a video. Um, I thought she was just taking pictures, but she she caught a, a video of my son just so pumped about about the uh, lights being lit and um, from all the way from the top of the Eiffel Tower all the way to the bottom. So that was that was cool. He really liked that. They had like uh, an ice skating rink there too. Um, they had usually there's like a, like a water fountain little area, um, but they had iced that over and made it into an ice ice rink. So that was cool. Nice. Um, and then we ran, we ran across a like a big huge uh, troll elf. I don't know. I've never seen a, a troll. It was just like sitting. It was huge. It was it was like I don't know, fifteen feet tall. Like a real life and troll elf. It was like an animatronic troll oh, okay. elf. So it would it sit like, wow, down, and then like I guess I guess every 10, 15 minutes it would stand up, and it would tell jokes like dad like jokes. dad jokes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and it but but it it when it stood up, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the deepest like growliest voice and it was just like hi guys i'm <laughs> i'm the elf i'm like no no that's wrong that's really wrong that's wrong. but it that was funny I, so they had uh you know one of the jokes i have I've, i haven't heard before it was uh what kind of money do elves use to buy things jingle bills wow <laughs> my daughter thought that was hilarious she was laughing the entire night. She redeemed herself for bailing on you earlier when she laughed at the dad joke. Very nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty much uh, the highlights of my week on the gaming front. Um, played some more Overwatch. I am up to 43 loot boxes now. I uh, should have uh, hopefully 50 uh, or so by the end of the week. We're chipping away at that. Hopefully I can get to 100 by the end of the year. Um, and then I uh, played uh, Red Dead. Like I said earlier, I, uh, I made pretty much main line the story. I got all of the story, the side missions out of the way so I could focus on the story. And I just main the story for like, I don't know, maybe four straight hours uh, last night. And I got uh, all the way through the epilogue. So nice. I got the second epilogue to go and uh, should be good. Now, Sweet. To, to backpedal back to the loot boxes. Sure. You, yeah. You're you're building up your loot box count until 100, and then you're going to stream yeah. the unboxing of all 100. I am. Yes. And so, what are you going to do to entertain people while they're watching you unbox this? Are you going to tell dad jokes? Are you going to give out free prizes and money or food? He's going to get that elf probably tell jokes. <laughs> oh yes, invite the elf over. That would be awesome. Mm, yeah, we're going to co-stream with the elf. It's going to be great. Yeah. All the dad jokes you can handle. That sounds. And I'm fun. gonna tell. I'm gonna. I maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I'll just uh, download like 100 uh, dad jokes and every loot box I open, I tell oh, a dad joke. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Count me in. I'll be there. I'll come prepared with 25 dad jokes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it for me. Um, I do have two real news or fake news stories. 
Real news or so, fake news? Da, 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 da. I just made that up. Real news or fake news? It's real news, fake news. I don't know. I want. I want to. I want to get together a, a, some sort of music little jingle. Real news, yeah. fake news. <laughs> yeah, we need a jingle for some Judge Dread kind of thing. Like, I've come to destroy the fake news. Oh, real, real, real news, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, you said Judge Dread, so I went yes. slice the <laughs> I did. I did open. Uh, that I'm right open up. to suggestions. <laughs> okay, first one. In the PlayStation 2 startup screen, the blocks and towers represented game progress. So the more you play, the taller the towers were. Real news. Real news or fake news? Real fake news. Fake news. It is. I'm going with real. Real news. No, it's not progress. That means... It's saves. It's the number no, of saves no. you had. So the longer you play a game, the taller the towers. The more blocks you have, that shows your save data. Uh, meaning, everybody's PlayStation 2 startup screen was different. Yeah. I knew about that, but That's I didn't realize it was progress. I thought it was just your, based off your saves. Mm, nope. You got me. I was going with the same answer Mark has on the gaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. All right, second, <laughs> second one. Video game related. Video game designer Shigeru Miyamoto... Gave Mario his mustache so players could see his nose. Real news. Real news. You guys waited too long. You're wrong if you don't answer. There was limited <laughs> I want, graphic I want to capabilities. Answer. So uh, yeah, if they didn't have the mustache, you couldn't see his nose. Mm. For some reason, they couldn't draw or animate it enough. Uh, so that does make sense. Yeah, in, in like pixel world, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to hey, distinguish hey guys, a nose. Uh, give me one hey. second. I'm getting attacked by a cockroach. I'll be right back. Oh, what a disaster! <laughs> <laughs> now oh we got an improv. Goodness. I don't know. A cockroach attacked by a cockroach? How? Oh my gosh! Just oh, a random. Did, oh, did he just like down. smack him with his shoe? This. Did you we're kill him? him? Like, we're gonna we're gonna see him like fly across the screen any second. <laughs> La cucaracha, la cucaracha. Lucas, did you just like kill it with your shoe? Uh, or with your sandal? Yeah, with my sandal. Uh huh. I'm back. Do they have uh, sandals with uh, like socks combo like attached to them already? What do you mean? Like the, the like, so you don't have to have socks. It's like you put no, no. on your sandal and the socks I do are that. already attached. I do that myself. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that cockroach oh. just crawled down my shoulder and went down my leg and went down my couch and then I killed it. Man, oh. if I would have seen that, I would have freaked out on screen. Oh, here. trust me, I almost freaked out. <laughs> oh, man. You almost, you didn't freak out at all. You're like, hold on, guys, I'll be right back. Oh no, cockroach. I'm the, yeah, I'm the outside. This cockroach. Cool. <laughs> that comes from the days of being in the war. Hold on, guys, the bear just broke into my house. I gotta kill it real fast. <laughs> yeah, with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Carry on. The cockroach is dead, and I feel better. And I can't wait to tell my the wife about it tomorrow because she has dead. a phobia of cockroaches. Hmm. Moving on. Do you, so, do you have a cockroach like infestation? I don't Are know. There cockroaches all the no. I don't think so. But I will say that we've lived here four or five months, and that's the third cockroach, second cockroach. So we see one about once every month and a half. So that's too know. many. That's probably yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely too many. too many to me. 
The only cockroach I ever want to see is the one in Wally. True story. Mm. True story. Okay. That little bug thing. Best friend. Yeah, the cockroach. Yes, the only cockroach that's the a worst good Pixar movie on in this, on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I have no idea where I was. So uh, <laughs> I think you were wrapping it up, and then we were going to go to Lucas, and then the whole cockroach thing happened. Yeah, we, you yeah. had finished. Was all of us. That was actually the perfect transition. Fake news. So let me tell you what's going on in my life: getting attacked by cockroaches. Uh, <laughs> I can still feel it on my arm. It's really highlight gross. of my week was getting attacked and then owning this cockroach. Oh, I owned it. He's dead. I keep. I have to check on him every minute or so and just make sure he stays there. If he, if he gets up, I'm definitely going to freak dead, out. Cause playing possum. I whacked him twice pretty hard. So, You might say things have gotten a little flat for him. <laughs> I might say, but I don't know if I would. I don't know if anyone else will say that, but thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Lucas. Yes. Thanks. How was your week? My week. My week was pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Uh, on the life front, even though... I got over my sickness last week. I think when we had our did our podcast last week, I was on the, like the last day or so of the uh, on my sleepy hangover, uh, and so I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but when you get really sick and you just kind of like shut down and you're off work and you're just kind of lazing at home and you know you just kind of get into the flow, uh, you just want to keep that flow going, and so I, I was sick. And then I wasn't sick, and I was like, you know what? I, I still want to be lazy a little bit. And so <laughs> I, uh, my, my week was not as productive as I wanted it to be in terms of working, uh, but I, I definitely did some nice gaming, and uh, I beat Spider-Man. I, uh, <clears throat> I started God of nice, War. Makes two of you. I know, right? Isn't it ironic that Mark and I both in the same week, we finished Spider-Man and start God of War at the same time? Uh, I'll save the details and my reflections of both those games till we get to the topic. Um, but other, on a serious note, um, there's some things that happened this past week that were really cool and really impactful. And they're kind of connected to what Mark mentioned earlier, uh, when he talked about how pastors and ministers and like leaders in church, and I think leaders in general, uh, it can be very lonely when you're a leader, when you're a manager, you know, Patrick, I think you would understand that too. Uh, it can be lonely at the top and when you're leading people, when you're doing different things, uh, you feel alone a lot of times, and I, I met with a pastor this past week um, that I had been meaning to meet with uh, before, and unfortunately, I waited a long time just because of different things, and I finally got together with him, talked with him, prayed with him, and it was just a really mutual, encouraging time, and it made me realize and reminded me in the midst of my being lazy and kind of getting over being sick and not being real focused that, man, it is so important to keep the connections in your life going and being proactive, you know, and it wasn't just with meeting with this pastor. Um, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, I started doing, I started again doing devotions and a prayer time with my wife. And uh, I want to recommend to anybody who's a Christian, anybody who um, follows Christ, you got to, you got to at least once a week set aside time with your wife, with your husband to pray, to read the Bible one-on-one, -on -one. you know, don't just rely on the church your church events and different things. Uh, don't rely on maybe a prayer time or something that you have with your kids because every night we have a prayer time. We sing and have, you know, read something with our kids. Um, but, you know, I, I had really been slacking in, in, in proactive time with my wife. So the past month we've been doing that, and it's been really encouraging and really great. 
Um, and I uh, just want to encourage anybody out there that if you're having difficulties in your marriage, kind of having difficulties connecting with your wife, um, pray with your wife, talk with your wife, share your heart, not just from your standpoint, but talk about God, you know, give it to God and it, it can really make a positive impact. Um, and so that was kind of on the, the more serious side of things. That was, that was what uh, I think was really cool that happened with me this week. Other than that, I, you know, I worked a little from home and my kids also had a Christmas program this past Saturday, their first pr- Christmas program with their new school that they're going to here in Sao Paulo. Um, and I think it was the first time that they did a Christmas program that was like a mixture between like a choir musical and a play. And so the musical was really cool because it was based off of Back to the Future. It was called Back to the Manger. And no. Yeah. Oh, what? And so how th- more details on this? Oh, for sure. And so how it worked was the old janitor had invented a time machine and one of the young kids in the youth group had helped him finish and make the finishing touches on it. Back to the future, of course. And these kids accidentally trigger the time machine and they start going through different decades like the 60s, the 40s, and they kind of jump around. And the whole point of it is to show one of the kids who's like not taking Christmas very seriously, he thinks it's all about the gifts, to kind of show his character progression and how he finally realizes that Christmas is about Christ, not about the gifts, not about the things you get, but the things that you uh, can give and the, things that, the thing that God gave uh, during Christmas season and giving his son. Um, but what was really cool about it also besides the message was the fact that all the songs that they did were Christmas. Like each decade they would sing a Christmas song, but they would do it in the style of that time period. So like the, the, oh, right on. they, they went to the nineties at one point and they did a boy band version talking about the sheep. And instead of going bye, 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 they did bad, bad, bad. <laughs> And they, and they, did, <laughs> they did they did dances along with boy band stuff. It was so Sweet. cool, and uh, this, my kids. This loved sounds it. like this sounds like the best idea in the history Hold of on, ideas. Uh, right, and how old are these kids that are doing this? This needs to be like an adult thing. Like, I know, right? I oh, be it would be so awesome if it were an adult thing. But it was all it was all like uh, elementary school, like kindergarten, pre I think pre K, all the way up into fifth grade. And the fifth wow. graders did the acting. They did the, and they did a pretty good job. I mean, it wasn't like Broadway or anything like that. But at the same time, they they really you could tell they were having fun. And my kids got really into it. My son in particular, he's in kindergarten, and there was one of the songs where they gave him guitars, where it was like the rock time. I think it was the '80s, and they had the kindergartners got to have their own air, not air guitars, but they had their own blow up guitars. And so at at different times during the song, they would you know get to do little solos and do riffs and all that stuff. It was really cool. Nice. So they did that on Saturday. And uh, that was about it. Other other than that, I I bookended, you know, from the last time we talked up until this week, I've continued in God of War and been loving it. And uh, I'll give more reflection on that later. But uh, that, that really just will jump us right into our topic of the week. And that's video games in 2018. Are you guys ready? go 2018 is about to end we're about 21 days from the end of the year of course there are 
maybe some more games we're going to play. I, for one, am definitely going to be finishing God of War and uh, playing a few other games, maybe for some Platinums or just uh, I have some Lego games that my kids are going to be getting for Christmas that I will definitely be playing towards the end of the year. But pretty much the year's over, guys. And uh, I think it was a pretty good year in gaming. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would say so. Definitely. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was... I think it was one of my, my favorite years of of my gaming career, you want to say? All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved this year's gaming. Nice. I'm still coming down off of my Red Dead High, so like... You know, I, I would uh, I would definitely say it's been uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I would say I'm actually finishing the year at the highest point because playing through Spider-Man, playing through, uh, now playing through God of War, you know, Ronnie finishing Red Dead and also Patrick, I think. But the thing is, is it's been throughout the year. I think there have been good games throughout the year. And, and you know, our discussion today is going to be a mix between two things. We're going to talk about first the official year in gaming, the year-end review. We've had some game awards this past weekend. Um, a showcase of new uh, indie games, as some call them, uh, smaller games, but just, you know, games are continuing. And and uh, so we're going to talk about that first, but then later on, we're going to definitely talk about our own personal years in gaming and uh, what we played. Some of the games, of course, we played are not from this year. Some of the games we played were from this year. So uh, it kind of gives it two sides of the coin. So to start things out, let's talk about this past weekend because we had some game awards uh, the media and the internet outlets will be waiting until January to give their games of the years, but uh, I think with the Game Awards and now the Gamers' Choice Awards that happened on Sunday, the end-of-year discussions of Game of the Year have begun. And so, Mark, why don't Wait, you... what happened on Sunday? What's that? What happened on Sunday? The Gamers' Choice Awards. Did you not uh, hear about that, see that? Mm, no. It was on CBS. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll be during football. I'll be. It was right after football. I'll be educating you on it. So, well, don't no worries, buddy. Wait, football yeah. was on all day. What are you? I, about? I didn't watch well, it either, Patrick. So it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it either, but I did my homework on it. So I did. Oh, the, I did the. You. I did the highlights. Uh, okay. But but let's start. Let's go in chronological order and start on Thursday. As you guys already alluded to, there were the Game Awards, and we have some results. For those that don't know what the Game Awards are, I would say that nowadays after doing these what has it been like five or six years at least that they've done the game awards something like that yeah. uh they're pretty much at this point the academy awards for gaming like they take all the the main writers the professionals if you were if you were to call them of gaming and they bring them all and put them in a room and say pick your game of the year pick your favorite games best director best story best shooter best rpg blah blah blah, blah. and they pick they pick all of them based on their expert opinion. And then we kind of just watch, celebrate, and see. Really, I think it's always interesting to see, just like the Academy Awards, how many of the games actually match up with our personal experience. So, Mark, why don't you take it away with, with uh, we'll, we'll talk about the winners, and we'll talk about our own predictions, because we all made some predictions a couple weeks ago. So, lead the way, Mark, with the Game Awards discussion. Yeah, man. So first and foremost, hats off to Jeff Keighley. Every year, this guy is is spearheading the Game Awards, and he gets it. He makes it better and better every every year. Um, and it's got to be a hard thing to. He basically started this whole thing from scratch, and it's just gotten better. And so big hats off to him. Um, 
and uh and so yeah so uh some of the ones that i mentioned last week um i'll I'll go into those first uh the biggest one being game of the year Mm -hmm. uh are are you ready to hear who picked what yes please so ronnie and mark you both picked red dead redemption 2 as your game of the year choice and myself and patrick we chose god of war and the winner was God of War. God of War. One for one. Boy, right. give me the trophy, boy. <laughs> Read it, boy. Uh, Follow that was the so clues, awesome. boy. <laughs> You're all right there, boy. <laughs> that was but, that was Red Dead. Yeah, I was saying that sounded a little like Red Dead. <laughs> Honestly, uh, like you couldn't you couldn't have really gone wrong with any. Uh, game in this category that was nominated um and and so yeah i'm, I'm glad of god of war one um I'm, I'm experiencing more and more of that now uh and kicking myself for the fact that i sat on this game for so long um so yeah big big hats off to uh to sony santa monica and that whole crew yes. for uh for god That's of good war stuff now i believe the next game that uh, that we talked about was best ongoing game. Am I correct on that? Yes. So, okay. No surprise. All of us, Lucas, Patrick, Ronnie, and Mark, we all picked Fortnite, and the winner was Fortnite. Indeed. Yes, no it was. Surprise. No brainer. We're all, we're all right on the money for that. That thing, that game is a juggernaut to say the least, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, for sure. With each each season they put out um and especially i guess they they just recently launched their own epic games announced their own store which i never knew they were actually doing but they announced several games at the at the game awards that are part of their own store so they're kind of gunning after steam in that respect look out um, yeah, yeah fortnite they always they make all the right choices they really do uh i mean from from the start of the when it was released it was a free to play game and them continually to update the game, uh, continually um, adding new content and going on with the story. And it's just absolutely crazy what they're doing with that game. I mean, one of the, I don't know if this is a step on your toes or whatever, but one of the announcements that Fortnite made during the Game Awards is they're allowing the community to drive uh, new content in the game. So I guess there's going to be some sort of creator where you can create like new ma- a new part of the map, uh, and then uh, of those creations, I guess there's going to be a panel of who is going to uh, have their content released in the game in real uh, in the real game. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. You know, like stuff like that that they they're doing um, makes people want to play this game even more. Yeah. Speaking of that, how much have you guys actually played this game? Because I've played zero, and I will say with all these all these accolades and i and i know that i would be totally late to the game but i kind of want to try it i played uh with mark i think maybe five or six matches it's like it's just a handful of matches um and it's not it was it was in that time where mark and i were playing PUBG like almost every night right. kind of thing and it's just it i i gravitate more towards the realism kind of thing mm-hmm. most more often than not and uh, yeah, like, Fortnite like Overwatch? has that like cartoony look. What's that? Like Overwatch. 
Which is one of the exceptions. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's when, so when it comes weird, to huh? battle royales, he goes more towards realism. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, so um but I, I I it never quite gave me that hook like some other games do. I think the biggest hurdle that that a lot of people, especially if you're coming from PUBG world and then you're jumping into Fortnite, which is exactly what we did, uh, is is the whole building mechanic that separate that sort of sets itself apart, um, and the fact that it's become this like, in order to to build up a great defense for the game, you need to know how to build, um, and and so um, I, I believe it was it was Sheldor, um, I played Fortnite with him one time, and he was sort of showing me. Uh, you know the different you could set up the control scheme so that it's the fastest because obviously mm-hmm. on the pc version of the game like people are like lightning quick when it comes to that kind of stuff and so he's like okay right. this is this is the console control scheme where you know you can you can set it up the fastest and you know we were practicing going through it and that's honestly the, the main way that you can you can do that it you can get better at it is to practice and, and get good at it now i think for a while they had like a playground version of it um where you could just like not die and just do whatever you wanted to do and you could probably do more of that in the creative thing that they announced um but uh yeah that's the biggest the biggest hurdle honestly is is the whole building mechanic otherwise it's it's you know it's a more cartoony but it's still a fun uh battle royale kind of cartoony battle royale mm-hmm. game but yeah that's the biggest thing that kind of turned me off from it for, for quite a while but it's doing so well and it sets itself apart from other battle royale games so mm. sure does. Uh, yeah so uh finally i think the other uh one i mentioned last week on the podcast was uh best art direction mm-hmm. so lucas what what did we say about that well this is where things got interesting because we had a we had, some could argue, a four-way split on art direction. First, we had Ronnie, who shared God, he thought God of War would get art direction. Mm-hmm. Mark, you thought that Red Dead Redemption 2 would win art direction. Um, after very much, uh, not very much, after a lot of listening to your guys' talk, I settled on the Oberdeen game. I can't remember the first part of it. Now, Return of Oberdeen. Return of Oberdeen. Now, Pat... He kind of he unofficially split his vote because he said Madden 19 for art direction, <laughs> and then he said Oberdeen. So I'm kind of I kind of feel like he was trying to play two votes. So I'm not sure if he should get the full points. Stuff for, in the ballot uh, box, are we? For the Battle of Oberdeen, but that was his vote, and the winner. Yeah. yeah, was Return even, of Overdeen. Even though I said Battle for Overdeen, that's still the wrong name. It's Return of Overdeen. That's what I said. Yep. You can edit that out. <laughs> Return to Overdeen. So, Mark, what was the winner? It was Return of Overdeen. I cannot believe that Return to Overdeen <laughs> won that. <laughs> I've never even heard of that game, and I voted for it just for fun. And I know you did too, Patrick. We were like, sure, give it to Overdeen. No, I knew exactly what that game was. You're a liar. I Fake saw... news. Fake news. <laughs> I saw the graphics for that for that game they were shown on the Game Awards. I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. Was it? It, it, uh, it really was. That was the first time I've seen it was during the Game Awards. And it, it actually looked pretty nice. What's it on? Yeah, Is it uh, on consoles? Is it on PC? Mobile? I, I'm, I'm assuming Switch or PS4 <laughs> Switch. or both. I have no idea. Yeah. 
That's I'm crazy. To, I'm about to fact check that. Stall. Stall for time. <laughs> well, because of the split, the clear winner was me. But I will share it. <laughs> I, I, will, I will share it with my brother Patrick because overall he also picked all the right answers. So, congrats, Patrick. We won. We won the first annual uh, game awards predictions extravaganza. It's a. Uh, it's PC, by the way. It's not. It's not on consoles. Oh, that's uh, probably why. Man, it's a good thing I didn't yeah. know about that. I wouldn't have picked it if I'd known it was just PC. Master race. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah so uh just some other winners here best game direction uh winner there was god of war uh best narrative was red dead redemption 2 yeah so with that um, i'm curious to know patrick uh i i haven't played red dead redemption 2 and i'm only halfway through god of war when you look at now that you i know that maybe i don't remember when you beat god of war but having i think you're the only one that's played and completed both what do you think about RDR2 as being the best narrative over God of War? Ah, uh, man. Um, so in the first three chapters of Red Dead, I had no clue what was going on in the story because I, would, I wouldn't I would do story missions. I would do a story mission and then I'd be doing something else for six hours. And then I'd do another story mission and then I would do, be running around doing nothing for six hours. So it really... the the narrative for me really didn't pick up until the end of chapter three. Mm. And after the end of chapter three, mm-hmm. I'm like, this story has really gotten good. Yeah. Like all the stuff that was like, it was like the first three chapters were more like um, uh, character development than anything else. Uh, but, at, and then, and then God of war, man, having, having to choose between the two, because the God of war, like the sun, and father dynamic oh, man. Uh, between Kratos and his son. I mean, that's just like I'm only it was I'm it, only a third of the way through it, the game, and I'm just like this is this is this is amazing. Like the way they're developing their relationship and everything. Even though the boy gets on my nerves sometimes, and I want to just be like, you know, what? you don't have to come with me. You can just stay home. I'll take the ashes to the top <laughs> of the mountain. Okay. <laughs> and yet at the same time, like yeah, that relationship is so it's so cool. So far, yeah. I, so because because I because I have a son, yeah. uh, the God of War uh, hit me closer than the Red Dead uh, gotcha. ever did. But uh, once I, I mean, like no spoilers, but when I got to the end of Red Dead, um, I just like sat back on my couch. And I'm like, wow, that was such a good story, such a good story. Yeah. Um, and I was, and after I had done that, I'm like, man do I want to play this game again and just do the story missions and not do any of the side stuff anymore? Uh, just so I can get like a, a full streamlined uh, story. I may, I feel like I'm going to do that. Really? Um, and that's not something I would do with God of war. Yeah. So that has, that's another thing that, you know, has me torn between both narratives. Yeah. That's cool. Sweet. I think, I think realistically like though with red dead redemption, like you said, is the first like few chapters of that game really is just, kind of you being an outlaw and just going and doing a bunch of random outlaw things and you are getting to learn the characters, but the storyline doesn't really, I guess, kind of like show itself until like a, you know, like the fourth chapter. And then it kind of like starts to get very serious. Like, cause the first few chapters, like I did story missions, but like, like you said, I was doing a lot of other stuff. Like I was out trying to like get money, stuff like that. 
and uh, you know find a better horse, like all these things, because like the storyline at that point wasn't it, it hadn't really like completely reeled me in. But like when you get into later chapters, like the storyline, it, it turns into you don't even want to do any more side missions. You just want to get back to the storyline because you get really involved in it. Yeah, right. and I think yeah, that's same, also same thing. Yeah. that's also I think one thing that worked against Red Dead Redemption Two in terms of narrative is it's a true open world game. Like God of mm-hmm. War was not a true open world. You had some freedoms. You could go to different places. It was more like a Metroid. <clears throat> excuse me. It was more like a Metroidvania or something where you could go back. It, w- and, it was. I yeah. agree. And, yeah. and hit some different yep. paths. Absolutely. And so that. I think I think the perfect setup for the narrative of God of War was the format they did it. If they had done a true open world, I think that would have even taken away from some of the narrative. And so mm-hmm. that makes sense what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um so and one more one more uh category I was going to touch on is best score or best music. Uh goes to Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. Um which I really dug the uh the performance that they did. Uh, at the game awards for uh, for some of the music from from Red Dead, it was really fun. I I enjoyed that performance. I really um, loved the game of the year montage they did with the oh yeah orchestra. That was amazing. Where they went through each game. If if every game was orchestrated like that, like I could play any game. Like that's just mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Now let me talk to you about a game that didn't win any awards. Spider Man at the it. game awards. Freaking Spider-Man! I know, right? Was snubbed to death. That was the top of my and list of comments to make on that. I could not believe that. I just, I'm like, I don't care if it's a superhero game or I, it's just a lot of awards people, like even gaming ones, like for some reason they snub superhero games for some reason. And this game was so well done. Um, and I may be touching into our our spoiler talk, but I, I won't mention spoilers at the moment, but. You know, just this game was so well done from a narrative and a graphical uh, standpoint um, and in the gameplay and to, for it to not getting any awards at all. I mean, that's yeah. just beyond messed yeah, up. I'm not mad at uh, them not getting any awards. I mean, so, so there's a lot of movies that I think are way better than the ones that win at the Academy Awards. Yeah. And that's fine. It's I true. mean, like. Yeah, it's it's totally fine. Um, when you love a game and you really enjoy it, does it does it really matter if they've won? Um, I'm sure that the the publisher and the developer uh, for Spider Man would have liked to have won to to put that on their trophy case or whatever. But they they made a great game. Yeah, and uh, they did. It shouldn't diminish diminish that uh, that success. Oh no, had with it Spider-Man. doesn't. It doesn't diminish that they made a great game, of course. But like. Let's see. They were nominated for one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, like several categories. And the fact that they didn't win a single one, yeah. which shows just how good 2018 was. Yeah. Um, yeah. With all the games that were out. I mean, like a game like Spider-Man didn't win any awards. It just shows like those, the games that came out in 2018 were just phenomenal. They were. Mm-hmm. And again, like I mentioned earlier, it's the Academy Awards of gaming awards. Like they're not going to agree with the mass. Like they did with Fortnite, I think. But in terms of like them choosing, you know, different, different things, they're going to go with based on their professional quote unquote opinion. So. Uh, I was a little bummed at it too, but I I think you're right, Pat. When it comes down to it, we know that it's a good game, 
and we know that you know in playing multiple Spider-Mans over multiple years of PlayStations, uh, it's the best Spider-Man game, bar none. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All around yeah, story, absolutely. collectibles, everything that happens. But we'll talk more about that later. Okay, so the gaming awards, the game awards were not just about awards, as many of us know. And to lead us into that discussion, we're going to go to our buddy, Jared Orr, straight up from Akron, Ohio, on the Discord. He said, My favorite announcement from the Game Awards was Hades from Supergiant Games. They're the developer of Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. Hades, their new game, is an action roguelike. What were your favorite announcements from the Game Awards? Uh, I thought this was awesome about how they went heavy on the Game Awards announcements. And definitely Jared picking Hades as one of his favorites. I would agree that that was definitely on my list of games that got my attention. I also love roguelike games. It's a roguelike game, which meaning it's a game that no matter if you die or live or what you do, you always gain some kind of experience or you can always develop your character and try again and again and again. There's no limit to life, that kind of thing. Uh, The game is set in an isometric style, like an overhead view. And what I love most about it, it's Greek mythology, and I love Greek mythology. So this Hades games, this Hades game definitely has my attention. What other announcements got your attention, guys, from the Game Awards? Well, for me, uh, there were actually two of them that caught my eye. One of them was the Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, mm. the Black Order. Uh, it was announced. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get a new Ultimate Alliance game. Yes. And it's on Switch. No, no. I have a Switch. <laughs> I gotta get a Switch now. Uh, yeah, I mean, like if if that's a a system seller, that's a system seller for me. Yeah, uh, is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I me had so too. much fun with one and two, uh, playing those games multiple times. And for sure, man, I, I, I did too. I just wish it wasn't exclusive to Switch. Yeah, uh, this just makes me want to buy a Switch. You know, like which is not that's a bad true. thing. And we can't hate on it like after it. we just started ta- stop talking about Spider Man exclusive on ps4 we can't be like no that's not fair you can't do that to us yeah they can and they did it and they might just convince me to get a switch sooner (laughs) than i planned on and they did yeah and then the other uh announcement that uh totally threw me was when ed boone the creator of mortal kombat comes out and he's he's looks like he's going to announce uh, a game award and then all of a sudden comes a trailer not a gameplay trailer but a trailer that the new mortal kombat game is coming out in april so just a few months away, yeah. and then there's just, there's going to be a huge like uh, global community event coming in January. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I've of the of all the games I've played over the years, there's only two games where I've bought every single iteration. Uh, one of them is Resident Evil uh, throughout the entire series, and the other one has been Mortal Kombat. I have played every single Mortal Kombat mm. game there has ever been. And yeah, this is this with another Mortal Kombat game coming out. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Sweet. Yeah, man, I'm I'm down for that. Um, truth be told, I didn't play Mortal Kombat 10. I should probably play that now that it's on Game Pass. Free on Game Pass. Yeah, and it was a that was a fun uh, story. I played through that. I borrowed it from a friend. I think a year or two ago. Nice, but yeah, it looks. I'm I'm excited. It looks gory. I, 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 it looks messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that was hard for the course. That was hardcore. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, um, honestly, and I actually said this on the on the stream when we were watching the Game Awards, and it's just I was kind of underwhelmed 
by a lot of the, the game announcements uh, at the game awards. I was like, meh, 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 meh. A lot of the games, like I, I wouldn't play. Is that the sound you um, were making while you were watching? <laughs> yeah, so, actually. The so way we it have was proof of bit. that on the the Twitch stream. We do. We uh, do actually. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but uh, it's good I'll, to know. I, I will I'm, say. Uh, I'm really sad I missed it. Now I'm really sad it wasn't like one <laughs> o'clock in the morning when things were really well, getting sir, good. You can you can go back and watch it. I know. I, I might to. have to do that. But. Uh, yeah, I would say the biggest announcement for me that I was excited about uh, was was Rage Two, um, and and I'm excited about this type of game because it's it basically scratches my Borderlands itch while I'm waiting for for Borderlands Three to come out. I love the Borderlands games, and it's taking a long time for for them to put out Borderlands Three, so. Rage 2 seems very, very similar to that, and it looks awesome, in my opinion. Um, so I'm excited for that to come out. Um, and uh, definitely interested to see more about uh, Anthem. They did announce, they had like a new story trailer for that uh, at the Game Awards. And then also the other thing, um, I personally liked uh, when Season 2, I believe it was Season 2, of Stranger Things came out um they they put out a mobile game and it was actually really fun like i i played that game and it was was, i had a good time with it and then they announced that they have a mobile game coming out for season three of stranger things which is hilarious because season three of stranger things hasn't even come out yet yeah i saw that Um, i was like what how does that work (laughs) is it like coming on coming out alongside it before yeah, when, when is that coming out? I I don't know. I don't think they announced a title. Or, not title, <laughs> uh, a time. Uh, I don't think they announced a, a date for the game yet. Hmm. I'm assuming, if they're going to be smart about it, that it would be put out after Season 3 comes out. When does Season uh, 3 come out? Do you know? I want to say that sometime this summer is when it comes out. Oh, um, right when people are going to camp? Yep. Okay. <laughs> don't forget don't forget parents sign up your kids now for camp or you will miss out and half price, you right? heard it here first folks half price go to your pastor go to your counselors go to your leaders tell them we have half price just put in the keyword gmg podcast tell them we sent you yes and don't give names just say we sent you to say it just like that they won't think you're crazy at all well you know mark but uh, i'll go ahead Oh no, I was gonna say. Um, I guess the only things that I was kind of like okay about were, uh, you know, the fact that Far Cry has has a new game. Ah, uh, quit stealing my thunder. That's that was one of the ones I was really excited about. Uh, Far Cry Fallout mixing. It's like Far. It's like Far Cry Fallout Mad Max edition. Like it looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, that's not the what it's that called. With... Just in case those were wondering, it's called Far Cry no. New Dawn. New Dawn, thank you. But it looks like yeah. someone added in some Fallout characteristics, some Mad Max. They they of course introduced very unique bad guys in it, and uh, with these twin these twin ladies that like pink, it looks it looks pretty fun. And then I'm actually willing to try out uh, the remaster of like I guess it's a remaster. Yeah, it is. It's a remaster of uh, 
Crash Team Racing. Oh, now you're stealing another one of mine. Yes, that's my number one. I'm sorry. I'm but just going to stop. You're just going to list now. all of them. <laughs> you're like, I'm going li- to I'm going to say one. Oh wait, then there's this one. Then there's this one. Come on, man. <laughs> Save me one game at I'm, least. I'm going to stop talking now. So, Lucas, what are you in, what are you in for for the uh, game announcements? Well, like you, I'm excited about Crash Team Racing. What are you excited about Crash Team Racing, Mark? Uh, I didn't actually get to I don't think I ever played it. Uh, I don't know when was the what was it originally what? released on? Was it on? Was it on uh, the original PS One baby? PS One, okay. and it was released like right after Crash Three. Like it was so close to Cl- Crash Three that I'm pretty sure I bought them at the same time, and it was such a good kart racer. And when I saw, I mean, I knew this was coming. I just, it just, I could feel it in as as uh, Patrick could say, I could feel it in my bones. I knew they were going to come out with Crash Team Racing. And when I saw that trailer, I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. They had to come out with another Crash Team Racing after the success of the trilogy. And uh, I'm I'm like Mark. I never played Crash Team Racing. Oh, so good. Another confession, I never played Crash 1, 2, or 3 before. So the remaster was my first jump into uh, the whole Crash trilogy. Did you you play those? I never played them when when they first came out. But you played the Insane Trilogy? Yeah, I bought the Insane Trilogy. Yeah, I, I played that when it came out on PS4. Did you think they were hard? No, I mean, not really. I mean, I got through all three of them. Nice. See, I, I, they, people were calling them the Dark Souls of side scrollers, and I've never thought they were that hard. Like to get the platinums, which I, you know, I got all three. Now that's the Dark Souls of gaming. Getting those platinums in those games were crazy hard. Those time trials were ridiculous. But the game itself, just oh. to beat it, if you just have a little patience and you kind of get the the feel, especially Crash 1. Crash 1 controls terribly, but as long as you kind of get in your head what the parameters are, what you need to press, when you need to press it, it's not that bad. Yeah, not bad. So I think it's great, though, that they come out with these remasters. They look nice. That's really what was the hard thing with the bad thing about PS1 is so many games were so ugly. And so now that they're coming out with these remasters, I'm like, yes, this is a this is such a wonderful day and age to live in. PS4 is quickly becoming my favorite console because... They have all my favorite games from the past, and they've remastered them, bringing them back to PS4, and then the new games with PS4 are amazing. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Faux show. Uh, the other game I was excited about was The Outer Worlds. I don't know if you guys remember this trailer, but it was another game that was similar to Fallout. It was in space, and they had some Guardians of the Galaxy style humor with what they were doing. Like I was laughing yeah. out loud. As the, it just as looks the like say. a fallout in space. Yeah. That's just what it looks like. It look, it, but it uh, looks like without the bugs and the, the facial animations actually look decent. And uh, it, it might run decently. So that's a, that's a plus. Yeah. And that game's from the creators of Fallout, right? It's from people who worked on, I think, like, it's not the ones who worked on current Fallouts, but like Fallout 3, Fallout. The, the like it's OG people who, Fallout. Yeah, I think it's the OG Fallout people that then went on gotcha. to do other things and now they're making this game i think it looks really good really good sweet sweet deal sweetness so besides the game awards right after that we got a day of a break friday and then saturday came along and it brought us the kind of funny showcase now to give you backstory the kind of funny showcase was presented by uh kind of funny uh the online not online the internet guys uh 
that I'm blanking on their names, but guys who used to work for IGN. Greg Miller. And yeah, Greg Tim Miller. Gettys, Tim Geddes. Oh, well, I, I listen to these guys quite often, and I can't remember any of their names, but they they decided to do these game announcements with indie games, smaller games, in light of uh, Sony not doing their PlayStation experience. And I think it was like a month ago, two months ago, they started saying, hey, we, we're building a list of games that we're going to be announcing. And I think... Uh, they ended up announcing around 69 games, which was probably on purpose, which we won't talk much more about. It was, from what I hear, a little underwhelming. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was a, an indie showcase. I, I thought it was just like a showcase of a whole bunch of new games that are going to be announced and released and so forth. I really didn't, I guess I didn't pay attention close enough. Um, so, And indie games are not my style of games in the first place. Uh, so when they, they kept announcing game after game, I'm like, hey, you know what, this, this doesn't, this, this isn't up my alley. This doesn't look like something I'm going to play. Uh, but there were, I don't know, there probably maybe five or six games out of the 69 games that had been announced, um, that actually looked interesting to me, yeah. you know, like 10% of the games. Right. So, yeah, I was, I was not, uh, they called it the kind of funny showcase, but I was referring it to as, as the kind of funny indie showcase. Yeah. Well, I felt like that before the showcase, they were saying that they were going to be smaller games, you know, and that they were going to be more indie games. And for those that don't know what an indie game is, pretty much an indie game is like a low budget movie for video games. Like sometimes one person can make the game. There are other indie games, quote unquote, that are higher budget and have a, a team of people making them. It doesn't mean they're bad games. It just usually they're not like, big budget, like super polished, taking years to develop. Sometimes it does take years, but uh, it was a smaller games. I The only thing I re- that really jumped out to me was the Guacamelee 2 announcement with shirtless arachnid man and Portillo, which is Greg, uh, game over Greggy's dog. I thought that was just really cool. Um, I really like the relationship that Greg has with a lot of the game developers. And like he was in Spider-Man as shirtless Spider-Man. Like they dedicated a character to him. Uh, in the game, and uh, I really love Guacamelee. I don't know if you guys have played Guacamelee One. I haven't played Guacamelee Two yet, but I will definitely be playing that because um, that's a those games are incredible side scrollers. So yeah, one of the the game the two games that had uh, jumped out to me was At Sundown. Oh, okay, uh, it was like a hide and seek top down arena shooter looking kind of game. Uh, it looks like it's like four player co op. Or four play, or like one v one v one v v one. That's a lot of ones. V one v one. I started saying a one v one. I'm like, you know what? Oh, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> one v uh, one, 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 cool. one 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 one. <laughs> one plus two plus two plus two. Um, and then the other one was moving out. Uh, it looked it was like uh, overcooked. Uh, and you and another player control uh a character, uh each, and you're like moving furniture out of the house and into like a truck. Uh, it just looked like Overwatch's uh, animations. Um, it looked really, really interesting. Uh, I don't know if you, you remember that. Anyone remembers that one? No, I didn't see all. that one. Okay. That one was cool. Mark, did you watch, uh, did you catch up on any of the kind of funny showcase? I did not. Honestly, that, I'm, and I'm probably going to sound horrible, just doesn't appeal to me. Um, honestly, like the, the whole kind of funny games and all that kind of stuff. Um, I never really listened to them. I never really listened to, to them when they were on 
uh, at least Greg Miller. I don't know if the other guy was when Greg Miller was on uh, podcast Beyond and all that. Beyond. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I never really <laughs> listened to that. So you said it wrong. Beyond. Yeah, it just wasn't really something on my radar. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I know Ronnie's answer. He hasn't watched Superman yet, so there's no way he watched anything about Kind of Funny Showcase. <laughs> I actually did watch it. <laughs> uh, I think the answer is or. Fake or real news. Yeah, cool. Well, the third thing that happened this weekend, which many were not aware of or many did not pay attention to, was the Gamer's Choice Awards, which is the equivalent to the Movie or People's Choice Awards that they also have uh, later on in the year where they let the normal people, the the common folk, vote for their favorite game. Uh, That's what they did for these Gamer's Choice Awards. Uh, I, I think it was on CBS. It was after an afternoon game. Uh, and many people were not aware. So, uh, since was it was anybody did anybody pay attention to this besides Ronnie? No, that was like right smack in the middle of the Bengals game. So I did not have CBS on at the time. Oh my god! I, I was, wait, or maybe I did. Guys, maybe that's why it wasn't. I'm really sorry. I maybe keep that's why I keep I getting distracted because I feel like a cockroach is touching me. So <laughs> if I just what were you doing watching the Bengals game? Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's like to ruin my Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> That's my fault. That's a lost cause. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. I was uh, aware of his of his existence, but yeah, I did not watch this. All right. Well, let me give you guys a quick rundown because I think Mark you will be happy to hear that a certain game got some awards. So, uh oh, let's run down Oberdin. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Battle of Oberdin got nothing. Ha. Eat that Oberdin. Obra did not. Okay. So the <laughs> the gamers the gamers choice awards opened with Kiss singing what and playing what and actually no, it was said that's fake news no that is real news Kiss opened for the gamers choice awards and apparently they did a good job they did I it. will be the judge they of that they did well yeah they are I actually like didn't in their watch 70s. it seventies hey if if Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones can still play music kiss can still play music so uh, that is a debatable argument for me so uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna respectfully disagree if you've ever visually watched Mick Jagger dance still after all these years it's oh, I think I'd rather a cockroach touch me than than see Mitch, Mick Jagger dance it's awful mm, I doubt it <laughs> yeah you're probably right <laughs> fake news yeah. fake yeah, news I'll, you got I'll it. take I'll take the Seems cockroach. Like an obvious choice. All right, so besides KISS playing uh, at the Gamer's Choice Awards, there were a number of, they did a lot of awards, and I'm, I don't even know how they fit it all in. Apparently, it was only supposed to be an hour long, but they fit no in game a lot of awards. Uh, no ga- that, maybe that's the secret. No game announcements equals more <laughs> awards. So they did not announce any games, but they gave a slew of awards that I'm just going to share with you really quickly. If you guys have any comments or anything like that, feel free to, to chime in. Now, uh, Ninja got three awards. He got Fan Favorite Esports Player of the Year, Fan Favorite Gamer Moment with Drake, and 2018 Supernova Honor, which I have no idea what that means, but he got three awards. So no big surprise there that people voted for Ninja. He got the most, I would say, the most uh, media focus over the course of 2018. In addition to his win at the Game Awards. Yeah, he also won at the Game Awards. We didn't talk about that too much, but yeah. Uh, that happened there. Uh, but there was also the... They did a lot of fan favorites, like on almost endless amounts. So 
Let's see if you guys can guess real quick. I'm just going to call out a person and see if you can guess who the fan favorites were for these different categories. So, You're going to call out a person? Yeah, I'm going to call out one of you guys. and We're not going to just oh, okay. like talk about it a long time because there's lots of awards. Uh, Ronnie, right. the fan favorite for Celebrity Gamer. Who do you think it was? Go. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And that's a good guess. He was actually – I think he's gotten – in not this, because this is the first annual Gamer Awards, but he's gotten awards in the past for being a fan favorite gamer. But it was Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nice. Nine-Nine? Who's Nine-nine. in Crackdown 3. Yes, and also in Crackdown 3, that's right. Uh, fan favorite for musician gamer, Patrick. Um, Justin Bieber. It's perfect Snoop time to go doggy. handsome. Dog. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. It was yeah, Snoop Dogg. Really? Yeah, I know, right? That's so what I thought in too. Uh, in all, uh, UFC three, there was a mode where Snoop Dogg was the announcer. Oh, I don't, I don't, awesome. And, and Lucas, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't hear it. Lucas's but I knew dad, he was like, a part yeah, that's of that. that's about right. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds that sounds familiar. I've heard that before. <laughs> oh man, uh, how about let's see, uh, Mark? I want you to really go deep here. Fan favorite character of the year. This is a current game. Just to give you a hint. Fan favorite character of the year. Go. Spider-Man? Yes! Peter Yay! Parker, Spider-Man! Yeah. Good on He him. got an award. Woohoo! We got one! Yeah! Uh, Patrick, fan favorite retro game. You got to go way back, buddy. Not too far. Oh, Celeste? No, I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what? I see where you're going with that. You're going with retro style. So they yeah. they read this as it's really fan favorite old game. Like they, I don't think the fans understood what retro meant. They chose Super Mario oh. Brothers. Bionic Commando. No, you still didn't go back far enough. Did you hear me? It's Super Mario <laughs> Metal Brothers. Gear. <laughs> Metal yeah, that's Gear. close. See, but I, to me, that's wrong. It should have been Super Mario Brothers three. That is the Spider- superior Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Spider right Brothers. <laughs> Spider Super Spider Brothers. brothers. Uh, all right. Last fan favorite. It's on that Soldier Boy game console. Ronnie. Oh, gosh. This Soldier Boy. Gosh. What a joke. Uh, Ronnie, fan favorite retro character. Go. Mm, Luigi. Ah, so close. You picked the lesser of the Marios. It was Mario. I thought that was too so, obvious, sir. Yeah, I know, right? It wasn't obvious enough, apparently. Um, some of the other awards that were maybe more current and may, more relevant that I think we would like. Male voice uh, of the year was, of course, Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War. Nice. Of uh, course. I mean, boy. come on. Well, hold on. Was, the, uh, was Arthur Morgan from Red Dead, was he in there too? I think he was an option, but he was, he was not the fan favorite. The choice. Uh, the female voice was Camilla Lundington. Do you know who she was the voice for? Laura. Yes. Ludington. Laura. Hello, Laura. Yes, Laura Croft from Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which many I have heard on podcasts and others not enjoy, but she always does a good job. It's on my backlog um, list, though, so I'm going to go through it. Yeah, I think it's after, is it after God of War? It you? is, it is. Is there a cockroach on my neck? Okay, no. All right. Sorry. I'm just. I'm gonna be doing this the rest of the night. Uh, how about the favorite streaming service? Can you guess what it was? There are so many of them. Mixer. No. I'm just <laughs> YouTube streaming. Oh wait, that got canceled. 
Nope, it's Twitch. And can you guess, slightly related, the gaming convention that the that the fans loved? TwitchCon. Yeah. I'm like, really? TwitchCon? All right. Fair well, enough. E3 is okay. basically dying, so, you know. Well, that's true. It's on life support at this point. <laughs> um, there were 17 esports categories, which I will not name any of them, because guess what? We don't really care. Uh, no, no offense no, to those esport lovers out there, but... That's just not our cup of tea. So they had 17 of those awards. I can't imagine sitting through all those. Um, can you second. guess? No, go ahead. I watch I watch uh, Overwatch esports. That's pretty much the only one I do watch. Did they win any of them? Uh, they didn't have one where it was... Actually, they had one esport gaming category, which is the next one that I was going to mention, and it was not Overwatch. Sorry about your luck. Uh, they did one of the 17 esports categories was favorite esport Overwatch player. And I have no idea who any of, like, I had no idea who it was, so I skipped over it. There were 17 of those. Like, they picked a Captain. bunch of games. Captain Fancy Pants. Yes. <laughs> he was the favorite esports Powder guy. Toast Man. Captain Powder Hook. Toast. <laughs> Captain Hook Face. Uh, can you guess which game got favorite game of the year, multiplayer game of the year, esports game of the year, and battle royale game of the year? Fort Watch. And that's close enough. Spoken like a true 30-something-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it was Fortnite. Yeah, where do you get the new Fort Watch? Where do you get that Fort Watch game? That Fort Evening game. Yeah, it was Fortnite. Uh, how about most anticipated game of the year? Last of Us 2. Bam, 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 bam. You got it, buddy. All right. Last of Us 2. Uh, I'll go back to Mark for this one. It's very appropriate. What do you think, Mark, got the best action and best single-player experience? Spider-Man. You got it, buddy. Spider-Man. Yay. Yeah, they got their awards. They got their due. Ronnie, yeah. what do you think was the best shooter? Um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yes, you got it. <clears throat> Patrick, nice. what do you think was the best VR? Ooh, uh, Astrobot. Ah, Moss, Tetris Effect. What come is on. Astro Beat Saber? Boo, there you go. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Beat Saber, baby. Come on. I put it to you, so I thought you'd get it right. <laughs> oh, I did. It took me a little bit. I yeah. got it. Uh, <laughs> how about this award? I thought this was probably the funniest award that I saw. Was favorite fall release game? Madden 19. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ronnie, Does what do you August think it was? count as fall? Um... Oh, great question. I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Man. It was not released. Wait. Yes, it was. When was it released? September 21st or 26th, something like that? No. Was it that late? Total guess by me. Didn't have any clue when it was released. Uh, Guitar Hero. <laughs> no, it was Red Dead Redemption 2. Good try. Man, that's why you went to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you guys need to understand I'm not making this hard for you. Oh, I, so, I understand the game. Yeah. Now. Start over. Yeah, yeah, start over. Let's Edit this, this out. We'll do it all over again. <laughs> they they had so many. There are other awards, but I'm not. One that I thought, well, I'll, I'll say one more just because why not? We have all the time in the world, right? The gaming device of the year. Can you imagine what it was? PlayStation 4. No. Game Boy. PSVR. No. No. Switch. No. Sega Saturn. No. <laughs> Crossfire. The virtual Boy. Eh. <laughs> Virtual Boy? <laughs> Why would the we do iPhone. that for the children? No. Closer, but no. No, the Sonos bars. Oh, wow. This is oh, that is, that is That is where it's at. <laughs> is, that a con- is that a gaming device? 
don't know. Use it for gaming. I don't know. All right. Fair enough. It was the PC Master Race. The personal oh, computer. Oh, okay. What? Seriously? <laughs> this is I mean, what... This is what... So these are the type of gamers that we had voting for this. PC got the gaming device of the year. So what are you going to do? That's just how it goes sometimes. By the way, so, Lucas... Lucas uh, Spider-Man was released on September 7th, so it wasn't that Fair bad. enough. Technically, summer. Yeah. But to me, once uh, once September comes, I feel like it's fall. I don't like how seasons start towards the end of the month. I think they should start at the beginning of a month. So uh, we'll just call it a tie. I respect And who that. was right? We were both right. We were all right, except for Patrick. He was wrong. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Seriously. Beat Saber. <laughs> it's always Beat Saber. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. But there were lots of other awards. You can reference those online and laugh because you won't know half of the options that were picked. Uh, it was good times. With that being said, I think it's appropriate for us to transition into our personal year in gaming, our personal review for 2018, what we played, what we didn't play, what we wish we played, uh, the trophies we got, the games we beat, everything. We're going to go over it, maybe some of it quickly. But other parts we definitely need to hit on. Uh, who wants to start? Or does do you guys even know how many games you completed this year? I'm interested to hear. I'll start. Go ahead, Ronnie. Uh, I completed one game this past yeah. year. Yeah. Yes, you did. Red Dead Redemption 2. You played and, a good uh, one from what I hear. That's really the only one I felt like I had to play this year. And within the next uh, 21 days, I would like to maybe get a little bit of Black Ops in. There you go. And... Do it. Patrick. Hmm. Uh, I beat a lot of games. I could list them because I knew we were talking about this. So you were warned. I will, I will only talk about the games that I platinumed. Okay. So, Spider-Man. What, wait, do you know? Do you, do you have a number for how many games you completed during the year? Uh, mm, a guesstimation? Let's see. Uh, it's got to be over 20. All right. That's, um, that's good. That's a good number. But I got... Yeah, I got I, I beat I, uh, Spider Man, God of War, Detroit, uh, Telltale's Batman season two, Telltale's Batman or Telltale's Walking Dead season three. I got the Injustice two platinum, which only point one people. Wow, you got the you got the Injustice two platinum. Yes, I did. Yeah, with a clap, uh, help a golf from clap, golf clap for you, sir. Jared Orr. Nice. All of the, all the uh, ones that I had uh, were left were online. So uh, Jared Orr had it on PS4 as well, so he helped me uh, get those as well. Very nice. Um, I beat the uh, Monster Jam Crush It. It was a oh, monster yeah. truck game. That was a PS uh, Plus game, was it? Uh, no, it was like $5 and oh, okay. a sale. And I'm like, oh, my son would love that. So my son and I played that together. And it was just like holding X to go. And <laughs> nice. Then... <laughs> so my son could play that one. Yeah. Uh, so I got the platinum on that one, um, and then I got the Assassin's Creed Origins plat. Nice. So I got eight. I got eight platinums this year, nice. and I only have sixteen overall. Hey, you doubled so this. This year was uh, a pretty good uh, year in gaming for me. Nice. For sure. How about you, Mark? Sadly, you know, I for games that I've played didn't really beat a whole lot of games this year. Um, and, and that's cause I just kind of fell behind and started a lot of games, but didn't finish them. Um, so 
you're making up for it at the end of the year, so no worries. Yeah. You still got 21 days. So I uh, beat Spider-Man, and I beat, or no, haven't beaten God of War yet, but I'm going to beat it before the end of the year. So um, right now you're you're tied with Ronnie. Yes. <laughs> Look at that, Ronnie. You're in it, buddy. You're in yeah. third place. Mark, don't forget about a way out. We beat that together. That's right, oh, we did. We yeah, did. We Never did mind, Ronnie. Out. You're last. Oh, place. Man, <laughs> so close. <laughs> but I play I play a lot of multiplayer games, so that's that's why I haven't really done a whole lot of story games. Um, yeah, and some of those year. you never truly can complete them unless you get the platinum. There's like no way to really feel like you've completed, except way out. That was a good one. I haven't played that, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I I very much enjoyed a way out. That was a fun co-op game to play with Pat. Um, a little too much male genitalia being shown digitally. For oh, my like liking. Shawshank Redemption style. Nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Who are you playing that with? <laughs> you sure it was Patrick? <laughs> yes, I am a hundred percent sure it was Patrick, because I literally pointed it out, and Pat was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." That's what? how they measure for tuxes. In prison. <laughs> <laughs> Friends reference. <laughs> but uh, no, otherwise I really enjoyed A Way Out. Um, and obviously beat Spider-Man and that game was awesome. Um, so yeah, those are, we're just talking about the games we beat, right? Yeah, just talking about yeah. how many you beat, like maybe some of the, the games, yeah, that you're. With uh, or without uh, male genitalia. Yes, please, without. Yeah, Thankfully, no that was the only one that. with male genitalia. That uh, Alex, I'll take without for a thousand, oh. please. Thank you. <laughs> what, one too many. What section are you getting these out of? <laughs> <laughs> the AO section, apparently. Well, on my side of things, I, I'm a big, huge nerd. I can't remember when I decided to do this, but I went back. I think, I think it was in 2013. I decided to start keeping track of all the games I've completed and then when i discovered platinum trophies i decided to keep track of all the games i platinumed or 100 percented uh so i can tell you with confidence that uh over the course of my gaming history i've completed only about 417 video games uh this year i completed 41 so i increased my my number by 10 percent if that's how math works um i I will say that it's not my best year some would say (laughs) calling uh, a big nerdy year of gaming should not be called the best year but in terms of gaming this year wasn't my best year my best year was actually when I got my PS4 and Vita back in 2016 and I I beat uh, I completed 85 games and I platinumed 50 games Ooh, and two, oh. 2016 wow. was a good year I got some good gaming in and I worked still I you know I brought home the bacon and <laughs> You know, I slept. Put that in I there. probably slept yeah. about three hours a night, but you know, I still got it done. <laughs> uh, but this year, you know, Patrick mentioned the platinums. I got seventeen platinums or a hundred percent completed seventeen games. Um, one of them was Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain, and that took a good chunk of twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen to do. Nice. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. And I also did Batman: Telltale Batman. That was a good one. Um, I, I also played some real stinkers that I'll talk about later that were not good and fun Platinums, but I still did them because they were free on PS Plus and they were pretty much easy Platinums. Um, 
And also during the year, I, d I doubt you guys kept track of this, but I earned about 800 trophies, digital, good old digital trophies on PlayStation. Nice. So, yeah. Um, we had a question from a Mrs. Hollywood Bones, not to be confused with Mama Novacell. Uh, she had a question that's Melanie. mainly geared for Pat and myself. Melanie, uh, mother of three children, as I like to point out every podcast. Uh, <laughs> she had a question for us that mainly applies to Pat and I uh, in talking about our gaming experience this year. Um, but we'll open it up for Mark and Ronnie also to expand beyond the the exact focus of the question. But she had this to ask. She's like, share your best video games uh, for playing with your kids in 2018. Uh, for Ronnie and Mark, you can just say your favorite games to play with other people. <laughs> or your dog. You can If you play any games with Cisco, uh, Mark, you can mention that. So, Pat, why don't you lead us out? What were your favorite games to play with your kids this year? Uh, I played Knack 1 and 2. Oh. Um, Knack 1 uh, was a little harder to play uh, with. I played with my nephew um, and my daughter, um, sometimes with my son, but he got distracted really easily. But Knack 1 was a little difficult to play co-op because when your partner died or if, the main, if player 1 died, then you had to start all over. Whereas in Knack 2... If one person dies and the other person is still living, then you can come back uh, and continue the store, continue oh, okay. the level yeah. uh, without having to restart it. Um, but yeah, I played Knack One and I played Knack Two. I did that. Um, those are very easy games to play. Were uh, they were they really as bad as people made them out to be? Like the games media really, really. No, was, it was. They were. It was like. Bad. Well, it was the PlayStation they were 4 haters launch on it. game. Yeah. It was the launch game, and you know you're expecting something to be like really like triple a awesome you know like something that's really going to show off the power of the new console and um and if if knack one was that then it's just like it just it was just underwhelming mm -hmm. um but it was a fun game i mean i wouldn't play that game just by myself you know it was the game that you want to play with you know kids or younger the younger generation so i actually enjoyed it i didn't i didn't I didn't think it was bad. I mean, it was just like a nonsensical story, but I mean, yeah. and we weren't really in it for the story. You know, like my nephew, he doesn't, he cares less, uh, yeah. could care less about cutscenes. I mean, let's be honest. He just wants if, to play. When we, if we talk to a, like a normal person on the street and try to share with them a video game story, it's mostly nonsensical anyways, or we're just going to yeah. laugh and be like, what am I even saying right now? Yeah. So, uh, but I played the, that and then obviously the uh, Monster Jam uh, crush it and play with my son. I still play that every once in a while with him. Uh, so those are two two games that I played uh, in 2018 um, with yeah. uh, with my kids and my nephew. Cool. Well, with my kids, I've I've mentioned recently swinging around New York City as Spider Man with my daughter and my son. Uh, they're eight and five years old, and they were able to pick that up and start swinging really well. And it was just so fun. Like they were really into it. They enjoyed it. And uh, the other one besides that would have to be playing my Nintendo and Super Nintendo Classic with them, like introducing them yeah. to the games that I played when I was their age and them actually liking it and enjoying it and like trying to get better and be like, Daddy, let's play Nintendo. And it was just, that was really cool to do this year. And uh, shout out to my buddy, uh, Drew Manning in Ohio. He's asked a question once or twice. He's, he's on our Discord. Uh, he actually uh, sent me the Super Nintendo Classic. He got it for me and sent it to me. 
and uh, that's how I was able to get that. So awesome. Um, that was definitely my favorite. So Mark and Ronnie, how about with your kids? What's your favorite game to play? So I can actually uh, say somewhat uh, of a game that I play with my kids uh, because I am a youth group leader. Um, oh, that's and... true. I didn't think of that connection. Good work. Yeah. Um, so basically the best game that I can play with my youth group and as well as any sort of family and any people who have come over casually uh, to our house um, are the Jackbox games. Yeah. Uh, the party pack games. Those are the most For accessible. Sure. And everybody has uh, this little thing called a smartphone uh, that, you know, pretty much everybody has a smartphone now. So anybody can be a What's participant. What's this? What's this phone that's got a high IQ? Yes, that's what? that's the one. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. It just came out. It's one o'clock in the morning right now, people. Acceptable. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Jackbox games are, are always the uh, the thing. I, I always try to introduce uh, new people who don't really play video games at all. I try to introduce it to them because it's just it's very much for the casual person. Um, and obviously they're great party games. So, uh, yeah, definitely, sure. definitely that. Along that line real quick, Mark, uh, I don't know if you guys played knowledge is power. It was a PS plus free game for a couple months. One of those play link games where you download an app kind of like, uh, that that's you. Um, but knowledge is power is actually a really fun party game where you use your phone. Uh, but it's multiple choice questions and you also have like, little power-ups and you can do things to mess with your your opponents and even though my kids especially my five-year-old doesn't understand the the trivia questions uh (laughs) he has fun just pressing the buttons and half the time he's right on some of his guesses and (laughs) in in the game you're like you you all have like a little avatar that it's really it's really just fun to watch and you climb up a pyramid and get to the top and win of course i destroy my family every time but uh it was still fun I think my son only cried once when he lost really badly, but besides that, overall, it's pretty fun. Interesting. Ronnie, I may, uh, I may go ahead and download that game. Yeah, check that out for sure. Ronnie, how about you, buddy? How about you and your the, kids? I would say the game that I play with the kids, um, and by kids, I mean my friends who are all adult males plus thirty. Well, they eat all um, your food and you know make you buy new TVs mm-hmm. and stuff. So actually, I will tell you, they they always bring snacks. So. So there's that, but also uh, the game we have been playing recently is the newest Star Wars Battlefront, like uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. I got oh, okay. it like on, on a discount. We used to play the old one for the Xbox 360. Nice. Um, so it's we transitioned to the new one, and uh, you know we always battle each other out. And uh, then, actually, like uh, I guess recently we would actually just I would be playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and they would be sitting there just like commenting on it because it's actually like you know, actually a good story to watch also. So, right. Um, but that's kind of what we've been into. Cool. Um, one of our listeners, Ash Ingram had this question to ask. She said during your 2018 gaming experience, what is the funniest glitch you experienced in a game? For me, it was talking to an NPC in fallout four. Uh, she had no head yet. She was talking when she was done talking, she started floating into the air higher and higher. So this year, guys, did you experience any glitches in your games, any maybe some of them funny, maybe annoying, uh, share them. I would say I ran into one thing in Red Dead Redemption because it is a 
it, it's crazy some of the stuff that can happen in this game. I was in the middle of a town and I accidentally pulled my gun and shot, and then I got me and my horse that I was standing next to got completely ran over by like a stagecoach and killed both of us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Some would call that a glitch. Others would call that Red Dead Redemption 2. Real life. Justice. Real life justice. (laughs) Okay. So, and I I think Patrick would agree with me on this. Pretty much any glitch in game preview PUBG. (laughs) Yeah, those are hilarious. Yeah, the um, the one that I was thinking of uh, was when we were playing a duo in PUBG and all of a sudden I had fallen through the ground and i'm yep. underneath the ground yep. and underneath the ground there was a it was like a pool of water like <laughs> just a sea of water and i hadn't fallen in the water yet i was just like halfway up, uh, up above the ground halfway below the ground and as i continued to walk i kept getting lower and lower into below the ground um until i came across like a shack i don't know it was probably half a mile away and uh and then I, there's like stairs underneath this shack. I have no idea stairs that go below the ground. And I was able to launch myself up, up, uh, up the stairs above the ground. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, was one of the crazy. funniest, but, but it was also more, one of the most annoying things that PUBG offered. Yeah, awesome the circle collapsed around you. It would have been. What, yeah, and, and what, what was crazy is I was able to get to that shack before the blue zone had come on to me, so, or on to us, and we didn't, we didn't end up winning that game, but we lasted pretty long. Yep. Um, and it sucked because right when you drop, I mean, that's when you loot. And I had no chance to loot. I had, I had nothing. <laughs> so um, being able to last, I think, I think we were maybe in the top 10 um, overall in that, in that match. But, but yeah, that was, the most, uh, that was the most annoying glitch. Uh, that happened in 2018 for me. Yeah, I think Pat and Ronnie, you, you know this. Like, I, I just think it's hilarious any sort of glitch like that from PUBG and and, and watching like uh, you'll see like the the vehicles just like tripping out and just like flipping just oh, randomly for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one time I could actually get in the vehicle while it was doing that, and it was just crazy being your first person. You're just flipping and flipping and flipping. This is uh that game was broken when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, there was actually a time where I was playing solos and that happened. Mm-hmm. There was just like a vehicle just like flipping by itself in in st- it was just like stationary, but it was just flipping oh and goodness. making a ton of noise. <laughs> making so I was pretty much no one could hear me move. Mm-hmm. So it was actually perfect for me. Um ended up getting like 3 kills around that vehicle and ended up <laughs> winning the match. So that was like perfect. Perfect glitch for me. Nice. But, yeah, that's my answer. Cool. Well, I, I actually, this year, I did not have any glitches that I can think of, but I know I've played Fallout 4, I've played Skyrim, I've played uh, I've played a few games where I've hit glitches, and I don't know about you guys, but sometimes glitches are funny to laugh about when it doesn't ruin your save. When you lose like two, three, four, five hours of gameplay after you've like played through a bunch of stuff and then you have to do it all over again because of a glitch that is the worst speaking of the worst uh let's take a few minutes we're not going to focus too long on it but were there any games that you guys played that you would consider like your bottom games of the year games you you didn't you didn't finish because you didn't like them or games that you struggled with uh or games you didn't enjoy oh i liked every single game i played this year look at you lies 
Lies. <laughs> Look at you lying to everyone. I think uh, most, most of our listeners game. remember last week's podcast. Oh gosh, yeah, the Quiet Game. That was definitely the Quiet Game. Three. All of them. <laughs> all three. That's the game quiet we play game. with our kids when we don't want them to talk. The Quiet the, Game. The Quiet Man. <laughs> Let's play the Quiet yeah. Game. Mm. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, the worst Quiet game. Man. For sure. Yeah. I don't How actually think you? I have one. I've only played a few games this year, and I. I really didn't have an issue. The only one would actually probably be PUBG because of all like the technical difficulties during that game. So yeah, isn't it crazy how PUBG for at one point during the year was like, oh, the most concurrent players in the blah, blah, blah. like everybody was talking about how it was going to be the next big thing, and then Fortnite came out, and then every other game replicated the battle royale and replicated it better, right? And, and now it's like considered a trash heap. Well, it's gotten better. It's definitely they've definitely improved it quite a bit. Um, and it they do still have has... the Joker. They have the Joker and Harley Quinn on it. So come on now. That's Suicide that's PUBG Squad. Mobile though. Um, oh. <laughs> Oops. But um, yeah, I mean they've definitely improved on it. Um, it's it's gotten better, but I think it was too little, too late. It still has a hardcore following. You know, a lot of my the the streamers that I follow on Twitch and stuff that. They pretty much left PUBG when, you know, with Fortnite and then when Blackout uh, with Black Ops 4 came out, you know, they went to that. They just uh, and that was actually one of the other announcements that they had at the Game Awards was that they were releasing the the snow map for for Mm -hmm. PUBG. Um, I believe it was called Vikendi. I believe that's what it's called. Mm. Um, I think it's a little too late. Yeah. But I mean, all those streamers went back to PUBG to play the new map. So I was I was surprised, but yeah, it's probably a little too a little too late um, because I think Black Ops Four did it has done it better. Um, it's just vastly superior in terms of you know uh, stability, game wise, and graphics yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So right. So Mark, did you have any stinkers that you played this year that you couldn't bear to finish? Um, I, I can't say I can't say that I did. Um, that's good yeah i don't think i had any horrible ones and even though PUBG was like annoying on a daily basis i still kept going to play that like <laughs> the first the first half of the year that was that was my game that was PUBG, right. and i think it was more for the fact that i enjoyed playing it with the people i was playing with um i enjoyed the time but you know i just eventually gave up on it and then when blackout came on the scene I was like, yep, PUBG's dead. I said it on the podcast. PUBG's dead. Uh, you did. You I called said it. what I mean. Yep. I think for me, there was one game we played, and actually it was us. Like, we played Friday the 13th. That was... <gasps> oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, that was a that's bad true. bad game. Bad. If it weren't for you guys being there, I would never play that game by myself. Like, I looked at the trophy list and was like, for a split second, was like... Should I try to go for these trophies? No, I'm not going to go for these trophies. Like, I was once we played it for, you know, it was fun with you guys, but after a while I was like, is this it? Like, we just run around and try not to die and get in a car, and then when you're Jason, you're doing what you're doing, and I'm like, this is, uh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, I guess that's my stinker. And uh, Chad Kensington, that's all I'm, I'm going to say. Chad Kensington. Chad, Chad Kensington, that face. <laughs> Uh, I had, I had a couple trophy games that I played like just for platinum trophies. Um, some of them I tolerated, but there was one I played called psychopaths, mandatory happiness. Uh, 
the game was as bad as the title, and I did not enjoy it. Um, but usually I just kind of press buttons, and I had a trophy guide that told me what to do. So it really wasn't that bad for me, but it wasn't a very fun game. Um, but other than that, I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed everything I played, and even when I get like the little trophies, I enjoy like that part of the game. But let's get on to the positive side of things. Let's talk about uh, our top games of 2018. We've kind of already mentioned them, um, but before we jump into our picks for the year, I want to share some of uh, the, our, our listeners' picks from Discord, from Twitter. Uh, Jared Orr said, here are my top three games. Uh, are, uh, my top three games from 2018. Number one was God of War. He wrote God of War, but he meant God of War. It was, it's God of War. Boy! God of War is... The good of War. The good of War. It's the good of War, yes. They hug each other and they kiss and they say, Hey, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. let's be friends. Why can't we be friends? Um, but no, he said God of War is his favorite game of all time. Uh, number two is Hollow Knight. It's his favorite Metroidvania of all time. And then number three, Red Dead Redemption 2. And he said it, it. he didn't like the game at first, but he grew to love it over time. And he really enjoyed the, the world that they created. Um, Ash Ingram said, hey guys, my top five in no particular order uh, are Fallout 4, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. Can you tell I'm a big Fallout fan? Ha ha ha. Skyrim and Life is Strange. And she did have a question that I think we can answer very quickly is, have you played Fallout 76 yet? If so, what are your thoughts? Thanks, guys, and have a glorious day. Ash, you have a glorious day, too. And I will say, even with the negative reviews of Fallout 76, I am sad to say, being from West Virginia, that I have not played that game yet. I hope someday to play it, but time and money are not on my side. Uh, None of you guys have played it, right? That is correct. No, but Negative. if she's into the, that that uh, all the Fallout games, uh, that uh, Fallout in space game, yeah, by Obsidian. What was that game? Ash, we recommend that. Be, the Outer yeah, Worlds. I bet she I would think. love that. Outer Worlds. That's right. Outer yeah, Worlds. she would probably like that. Check one. that out when it comes out in 2021. <laughs> so, uh, and then finally, Tim Pollan said his top five games were Spidey, Spider-Man, Forza Horizon Four, Xbox nice. Life. Uh, God of War, Far Cry 5, and Red Dead Redemption 2. A very fine list, Tim. So, yeah. guys, what are your? you can give your top three games of the year. Uh, they don't have to be games from this year. Uh, they, you can mention one game if you want. So, no pressure, Ronnie. Uh, whatever you want to share. But what were you guys' top games of the year? I'll go first. I'm, I'm going to do top three. Um, and that is... Number one being Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Very much, yeah, very much enjoyed that game. Very much enjoyed the story um, and, and just the general j- uh, gameplay, excuse me. Um, you know, they did the open world thing with the swinging across, you know, uh, the city and stuff like that in, uh, in games past. But I think Insomniac really perfected it. And, uh, and so, yeah, I was very happy with that. Followed by, I know I haven't completed the game yet, but God of War is easily my number two. I'm very much enjoying mm. that game. Um, and then uh, Black Ops 4, for sure. Um, I've been in, I've been loving the Blackout, and uh, I play the you know the regular multiplayer as well. Very much a, a fan of that of that type of gameplay. So yeah. Cool, Patrick. How about you, buddy? Uh, so these are these are ranked. Uh, 
Number five is Overwatch. I know it's uh, not this year, That's but okay. it was new to me. It's new your to me. 2018 uh, game. Detroit Become Human. God I'll of War is number play three. Spider-Man is number two. And it was number one until I finished Red Dead. And then after I finished Red Dead, I'm like, mm, that's number one. For Dethroned. Sure. Yeah. Honorable, me- honorable mentions. Beat Saber, A Way Out, and Broforce. Nice. Broforce. Bro, uh, I only bro, have two. Bro, bro. The first one, to no surprise, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And the second one may come as a little bit of a shocker. That is uh, also Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it was that good. It, no, it was the poker game. It was Texas Hold'em Poker within Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, for me, I'm going to go in order, starting with the lowest. I'm just doing the top three uh, on my list. Number three was a game that was my number one last year, but I played it so much that it ran into it. I played it two full months in 2018, and that's Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. Uh, I just love that game and uh, got the platinum on it, and it was worth every moment uh, running those missions and doing those challenges and all that good stuff. Um, Number two, because of the experience I had with my brother Patrick, is Broforce. 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 And number one is Spider-Man. Uh, now, I I will say my honorable mention is God of War. I'm pretty sure God of War is going to be my number one by the time I get the end of it. But I don't feel like I've gotten far enough to put it in my plate, put it in a place because I don't have the whole picture. But I'm pretty sure it'll be. If it's not number one, it'll be number two. But it's so far looking like the story. For, I'm a story guy, so. It's gonna. It's just the story for God of War has been amazing to this point, and uh, like Patrick alluded to, the the relationship between the boy and Kratos, between Atreus and Kratos, and and there's a variety of other things, and I'll share with them maybe next week. Um, but uh, number one for me is definitely Spider Man. So we have a split between our games of the year. So I think in the spirit of 2018 and how good the the games were this year that we're going to keep that split and say that our games of the year for good morning guys 2018 is red dead redemption 2 and spider-man in no particular like order it. abc order and in honor of that those being games of the year we're going to have a future episode a spoiler cast for both of those games coming up within the next week or two does that sound good to you guys sounds great sounds good. absolutely Fantastic. So look forward to some extra episodes where we will, they won't be as long as our normal episodes, but we will break down uh, some spoilers, break down our favorite parts of uh, both Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2. So look forward to those in the future. Uh, with that being said, I think we've we've come to a, the close of today's episode, episode number 14, A Baker's Dozen Plus One. Since we missed that last week, I'm so ashamed that we did not say that last week, but we got it in this week. Uh, for, so for our last-minute inspirations, our last-minute thoughts, uh, what did you have for us? Mark, tell me you got some video game music to put on the Spotify. Mm, I didn't Zelda. go for the video game theme this week. Oh, but I may, come on! Da, I, may put, da, 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 da. I, may, I may put some on there. You know what? I will. Oh, let's, you should. Let's change one out. I'm going with the Zelda theme. for. There you go. 
Yep. Get it in so, there. So, yeah, the Zelda game, the Zelda theme, excuse me, for, for our video game discussion. Um, there is, uh, I wanted to add this to the uh, to the Good Morning Guys morning playlist, which you can check out on uh, Spotify. Check it so out. It's a good one. Check it out for sure. Um, and I, so I will add the Zelda theme. And in addition to that, um, y'all know from our discussion last week that one of my favorite bands is a band called Lifehouse. Um, and the lead singer of that band, his name is Jason Wade. He actually started a, a side project and a side band, if you will, um, called Oswald. And uh, their their new single is called Technicolor Sky. Uh, it's a very, uh, very, very chill uh, and fun song. So uh, I'm going to add that to the playlist. And then uh, in honor of our discussion on... Uh, uh, on that uh, pageant that you watched, the Christmas pageant with the Back to the Future theme, uh, I'm going to add Huey Lewis and the News back in time from the Back yes. to the Future soundtrack. Nice. Nice. I approve of that decision, Mark. I love the music variety that you bring to the table, and I learned so much from you that Aww, thank you. I didn't know before. So thank you for your <laughs> thank you for your music options and that that Spotify list. I have a feeling here in a year. We're gonna have so many good songs on that thing that it's gonna it's gonna be a hit. They're gonna make mm-hmm. albums, albums of the albums. The Good Morning Guys playlist album called Sid One, Sid Two, Sid Three. <laughs> oh, God bless you for remembering that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all for this. Good morning. I hope you enjoyed our gaming discussion. Feel free to on Twitter at the GMG Podcast to shoot us your favorite games of 2018 you you're welcome to also share some of the stinker games of 2018 if you want uh feel free to ask us any questions keep the conversation going you can find us on youtube also on facebook uh find us on that discord we like to post that link to the discord every week every other week so we hope to see you on there uh don't forget if you get a few minutes after listening to drop us a little review get us to 10 reviews and see what uh mark lights on fire uh, in the future, does something crazy. Uh, he's shaking his head no, but he, he knows he wants to. <laughs> uh, but we look forward to talking to you guys again next Wednesday, morning or afternoon on podcast services around the globe. And again, uh, God bless you guys. And uh, have a great week. Have a great day. We hope that, uh, you know, we can just keep inspiring one another. All right, my podcasting brothers, Pat, Mark, Ronnie J and you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. And until next week, Excelsior! One, two, three, four! No, like a choo choo, anamahu, anamami, edamamis, and bumblebee tuna. I, I just went with good old Stanley. His memory lives on. <laughs>